As yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. And today I dropped my own Darren Hinch style bombshell. I've stacked on. It's true. Big time. Hear what happened when I tried to become the biggest loser. Oh my goodness. The nude workouts have started in Holland, thankfully. <laughs> Is that really the top story we're running over there? It's my top story. Oh man, the big ones today. <laughs> What's on the internet that possibly shouldn't mm, be? Mm. Who's had lunch with Brian Burke today and which radio show does he panel? Where has the Virgin Mary shown up? This time... Oh, spot the Virgin Mary. You know it. Okay. Inanimate objects. She's all over them. <laughs> it's Australian radio's favourite new game. Alan Bro comes in later mm. to take on Richard Marsland in the ultimate rock trivia challenge supervised by Radio Hall of Famer Peter Grace. Have you been in the background of a porno? If so, you could be on this show today. It's all coming up on Get This, where Richard Marsland is packing his strides. The little desiccated coconut's under pressure and he's attacking anything he can get his hands on. <laughs> Isn't he? Who's going to ride your wild horse? Ask you too. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) It's get this around the nation on Triple M. Dear idea. It's me, Tony Martin, regular lunch companion of Brian Burke. That is absolutely false. Uh, Ed Cavalier's here, hopelessly compromised by lunches with uh, former Iraqi Defence Minister Tarek Aziz. (laughs) That is absolutely false as well. And Richard Marsden's here, tainted by lunches and boisterous bouts of short bus style lovemaking with former Haitian dictator (laughs) Papa Doc Duvalier. Equally, absolutely false. No proof, obviously, but Papa Doc doesn't get enough press these days. just thought I'm, you know, flying the flag for obscure names while Greg Fleet's in rehab. Uh, hello, everybody. Richard Marsland is packing his strides oh because in the next hour, Alan Bro's coming in to attempt to kick his ass rock trivia-wise. Rich, why didn't you go a, uh, a band T-shirt today of all days? No, I know. I thought that would be too obvious. That's just what uh, everyone is expecting me to do. But I am wearing the Glen A. Baker fez. <laughs> So. <laughs> the Glen A. Baker pencil case. <laughs> it's all part of his rope-a-dope strategy to it's look like mm, he doesn't know what he's doing. He we've had an email here from Xander who okay. says... Hi, uh, Xander. Well, Xander's emailed before. Yeah, quite a lot. Well, two people called Xander. <laughs> as much as he enjoys the new Talkback Mountain theme, uh, he'd much rather hear the Marilyn Manson version of Tainted Love. Uh, I'm sure uh, former goth Richard Marsland could arrange that. <laughs> Uh, Ed, could you please post the lyrics to your power ballad on the website? It's difficult to work on new lines for the song when you can't remember what it is you've come up with so far. Do you even have them written down somewhere? Obviously, Dave Graney's lyrics are here. Where are yours? Xander, look, I don't come around to your house to tell you how to do whatever it is. I don't tell you how to get up at midday, Mm. you know, and eat chocolate sandwiches all day and then go to bed smoking the wacky stuff. (laughs) So don't tell me how to do what I do. (laughs) Xander also says, Tony, are you aware that Howard Jones is touring Australia? Of course. How many people have said that? (laughs) But I think people genuinely think you're a fan. Because that's the fourth or fifth email exactly like that that's gone to air. Hey, here's the guy who'd like to get to know you well. Richard Marsland, oh. Brian Peterson emails to say Frankie Goes to Hollywood got their name from one of the pages in the 70s book Rock Dreams right. featuring Frank Sinatra. It was a headline. And who's that? Brian, is it? Yeah, uh, you, Brian Peterson. Frankie, say relax. Thank you very much, Brian. <laughs> I mean, I could have mentioned two tribes. Yeah, you could have, and it would have been totally inappropriate. And no help whatsoever. <laughs> no. Okay. I know. I'm sadly, you know, there's a dearth of Frankie Goes to Hollywood. This better be a good rope-a-dope, Rich. Yeah. Well, that's how... Ha- 
It's happening in the next hour. Challenge <laughs> yeah. is happening in the next hour. Okay. Guys, I have to thank you, by the way, for the support you've been giving me with uh, my massive weight loss. Nice oh, sorry, weight loss. Did I say weight loss? Yeah. I meant weight gain. Oh, I mean, the weight loss hasn't really happened. It was supposed to. Mm. People who visited the website may have spotted that there are no photos this year. They're waiting till I've taken off all the weight that I stacked on over summer. Uh, because of my uh, forgetting to, you know, adhere to the non-delicious fillers. Oh, what have I told policy you? Policy when visiting Sizzler or Smorgies. What Smorgi. is the matter with you? So I have uh, put on a lot of weight. You probably saw me on the um, on the Biggest Loser last night. Did you see that? No, I was on there. Really? It didn't. I didn't really fit in. I'm afraid. Okay. Yeah. Have a listen to what happened. Arriving at the White House the day after a weigh-in is always the hardest day for me as a trainer. I mean, that's the day that you get to see the fruits of your labour. As soon as I walked in the door. I was hit with the worst possible news I could have been faced with this morning. Uh, yeah, look, I'm still really fat, I'm afraid. No change there. Massive. Look at that. We're in Boomba country here. Oh, that was uncalled for. That's what I didn't want to see. Well, put yourself in my shoes, and if anything, I've stacked on. I mean, you're around fat people all day. No wonder we're losing... What happened? We lost? Too many fat people. That's what I've said from the very beginning. How did you go? Well, how do you reckon? They're weighing us. Every week, they weigh us. And Jared's gone. He was huge. Huge. I mean, how can you win with someone like that on your team? I shouldn't be here. Look at this. And I'm one of the thinner ones. I was horrified to see that we'd lost the third consecutive weigh-in. What do you expect? We need someone like John Cooper Clark, not fat people. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the good news, all right? Someone's had to do something, so I've lost 30 kilos in four weeks. Mate, that is absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. You're a freak. You've lost 30 kilos mm-hmm. in four weeks. And yet still incredibly fat. I mean, it's the snacks, that table for the crew. It's laden down with pancakes and gravy and... It's, uh, that's tough, I just... I know. I love drinking gravy. I'm not the sort of person that should be on this program. My initial reaction was I couldn't believe it. I sat down to them and said, you guys have to start playing the game. If eating could be a game or just sitting around, then you'd have the right people. You've got to start having strategy as winners. Like, the last three weeks, we voted off the biggest loser. Because of all the fat people you've given us. We're front stacked with, like, heavy set burly guys. You're going to commit suicide. I'm going to be here with no one to train. Well, bring some food in then. I mean, look at these people. They need something to eat. Today was time to get into some high-intensity training. Today was a day to kick some blue butt. I thought today was sandwiches. Oh, that's just gratuitous. (laughs) And that. (laughs) Out of the pool. Oh, what are you doing, Richard? You've added those in. Yeah, sorry. Why are you going to do that, Rich? Oh. A classy sketch that you've lowered the tone of <laughs> yeah, with, with your fart noises. It was classy, but how can you win when there's so many fat people <laughs> on your team? I mean, you're sort of, you know, handicapped from the beginning, Dude, I would have thought. I get angry. Like, I have watched it a couple of times because <laughs> it's one of the staples of my flatmate Cat's viewing yeah. schedule. Mm. Uh, anyway, so when they're doing push-ups and stuff yeah. and then they refuse to you know they refuse because they can't keep going mm. I found myself getting really angry at them oh okay maybe you could be one of the trainers one no of I don't want to be like Shannon hey Shannon get in here but, but they're no. like really you know you really just want them just keep doing push-ups no, man you've got to go in and be a bit more Raleigh Ermy full metal jacket yeah. style oh yes <laughs> Okay. Brilliant. Hey, we've got more to come, uh, and it's on this program. Get this. Let's uh, get this around the nation. Yeah. In excess. In excess, we've never let you go. Rich, what uh, category, what genre would you put that in? Look, Nouveau I reckon, reggae? I reckon that's a hot AC track. What's that mean? Adult contemporary. Ah. Uh-huh.
hot adult contemporary. All but right. no, it's probably not even hot. Yeah, I don't I'm think it's in... obscure radio terminology that we're <laughs> quizzing you on in the next hour. It's rock trivia. Here's one for you. Probably not right. Uh, what was the name mm. of the album by Starship which featured the song <laughs> We Built This City? Oh, Jefferson Starship. Yeah, they, they well, that was Jefferson. just Starship. I dropped the Jefferson by then. Exactly, Richard. Mm. Uh, Built this city on rock and roll. I yeah, that was the single. That was from, of course, Mannequin, the yeah. movie with Andrew uh, McCarthy. Jono wants to know name of the album. No, but I thought Mannequin featured the song Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. It did. Yeah. Did it feature also oh, We Built okay. the City? Well, actually, I, I think you're right there. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. I'm, but I'm not sure of the other album. He could be very right there. He is right. You mean Starship had two songs? <laughs> <laughs> it's extraordinary. But you'll notice that what sort a catalogue. You know, as though you're being grilled by Laurie Oaks on the Sunday program. You still haven't answered the no, question. Come on. No, but you've forgotten about Knee it. Knee deep in the hoopla. <laughs> you've got to know that important stuff. <laughs> Knee deep in the hoopla. What was... That's a positioning statement. Was We built the city from a film as well. I feel we like built it was. this city. Yeah. It should have been. Yeah. If not, let's get it. Perhaps if they're thinking of a sequel to Lantana. <laughs> We built this city might be a rocking opening. <laughs> so many big news stories we haven't got to. I'm about five weeks behind on current affairs. Same here. I'm still coping with the bizarre side effects to the uh, sleep drug uh, still knocks. What's that? It's a sleeping tablet. Oh, yeah. And there have been quite a few bizarre um, side effects from people. Uh, I have to say, I've used still knocks. No side effects whatsoever. Honestly? Yeah, I'm still watching hours and hours of Steven Seagal movies <laughs> on Foxtel, but nothing other than that. Listen to this. One user... Uh, who had experienced one mis- user? That's yeah. not a nice name for them. <laughs> who had experienced mysterious weight gain was found by a relative taking food from a fridge and kitchen cupboards while asleep. Yeah, right. seen this. I've seen this. I've seen this in a shockumentary. Yeah. Does that need still knocks to be kicked along though? That's just normal sleepwalking, isn't it? No, 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 no. There's an extra because what there's this little valve in your brain right. that stops you doing things while you're asleep, right. and still knocks must be tripping it. Oh, okay. So that you go and you think that you're awake, so you eat and you, uh, you know, you. I, I told you when I saw that documentary, that guy that gets up at night, yeah. uh, uses the floor of his bedroom as a toilet, then just goes back to bed. <laughs> oh, it's a time saver. <laughs> a woman woke up with a paintbrush in her hand, having painted her front door in her sleep. It's a good way to get things done. It's maximising your time. It's efficient. <laughs> Thanks to Still Knocks. Having trouble getting hubby to get out the front, do the patio. Give him some still knocks. <laughs> still knocks at a hammer. Two Australians claim to have driven while asleep. Oh. Carl Stefanovic did three episodes of the Today Show while in a still knocks trance. Uh, one user described walking around his house like a madman while asleep. <laughs> oh, well, I'm the loony bin. Sleepwalk alive in the loony bin. Sixteen Australians were discovered exhibiting bizarre behaviour while <laughs> sleepwalking. Still knocks. Or sl- wow, short bus, I'm calling <laughs> oh, it. Hey, thank you. Thank you for that, Tony, because yeah. uh, the comments are coming thick and fast on me, Moose Moose. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Gunn has said that, Ed, I'm ashamed of you. I finally got round to watching Short Bus, Shakes Head. I found it both disgusting and yeah. weird. We did warn both of those things. But, uh, okay, well, that's fine. And that's and that's and he's, he's entitled to his opinion. I'm entitled to mine. And he does say that, which is very nice. We never denied disgusting or weird. No, about, we uh, promoted it. Then, then Ryan's got on and said, hey, Ed, I just watched Short Bus over the weekend. I think this is a film that needs to be shown in high school. Schools, yeah. All over Australia's for different reasons. Yeah. He doesn't go in to say what the reasons are, mm. uh, but he would like to be known as the guy that wants to get Australia a short bus on the s- syllabus for the high school in Australia. Yeah, we have nothing to do with that. If it happens, <laughs> wasn't yep. our idea. No, I think that he's. I think I don't know if he's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's an ideas man. Perhaps, perhaps Ryan, you could, you could. 
make a stage show of Short Bus <laughs> and try and tour it around schools. That'd be nice at lunchtime. Okay. I think that's right. enough uh, Short Bus talk. It is. Are you still... on board, Rich? Are you yeah. going to endorse that? So you're saying, you're suggesting Year 12 Productions. Rich. End of, end of year. <laughs> stage version. We be... were going to do Grease, yep. but we've got, we were going to we do Goodbye, <laughs> you know, Bye Bye Birdie, mm. and uh, all those kind of things. We did Beach Blanket Tempest at my school. Oh, yeah. Cut that. Beach blanket short bus. <laughs> I'm predicting a lot of spinal problems in dry cleaning. <laughs> uh, hey, we're going to find out what... Standing ovations. <laughs> flag waving in the aisles. One thing we love to do on this show is steal segment ideas from the shebang. Oh, have we done that again? <laughs> no, we're about to do it. Oh, we're right. about to open the German files. Oh, no. oh, yeah. Copyright share gold box. Next on Get This. <laughs> uh, it's Duran Duran. Girls on film. Here we get this around Good the film nation. clip. Yeah. Great. Anything to say, Richard? Anything? I mean, trivia-wise? Well, I know that I think it was the manager's camera that provided the sound effect ah, at the start of that song. Really? I think so. And, of course, everyone knows where Duran Duran got their name. I don't. That's, that's old trivia. I don't. Barbarella. Yes. Character. Really? In Barbarella. Big renter at the video shop. No. Mm. One of those ones that looks good, but you never actually... It's like Flesh Gordon. Uh, no. <laughs> Flesh Gordon got, got taken a lot. Really? By kids trying to look like they're not taking pornos. <laughs> oh, you, uh, you know what is a good Duran Duran album, though? They released a covers album quite a while you've ago. You've spoken about this. Yeah. And it had, like, Lay Lady Lay by Dylan. Yeah. White Lines. White Lines. Yeah. 911 is a joke by Public Enemy. Oh. Performed by Duran Duran. And wasn't that the one where they did Funky Junkie as well? <laughs> oh. Okay, good. So I was in 7-Eleven the other <laughs> No, we're not doing funky junk. And there was this woman, and she had $8.20 worth of purchases. And yeah. she says, I'm a bit short. The guy said, how much? She said, $8.20. Uh, okay. <laughs> then she turned around to her friend. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, and, I'm supposed to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Because <laughs> this is where it gets fruity. <laughs> no, we're not allowed this to This is do where the fruit kicks funky in. Funky junkies. That was a special birthday song for Dora, who's uh-huh. listening. Uh, because Ian has emailed in. He says, uh, I can't wait to see what unorganised segments you will come up with for today's program. Mm. I think the word is disorganised, Ian. (laughs) If you get this today, (laughs) could you guys possibly say happy birthday to Dora, my co-worker? She's quiet in the office, really quiet, and this would really, really embarrass her. Oh. Okay. Could you try and get a a kiss song on for her? No, we... (laughs) We can't. We have it. Funky Junkie, yeah. I think. Uh, We're only allowed to play it once per show. So Kiss two drops of Jupiter, don't they? I'm That's not That's sure. coming up. Yeah, is that coming up? Now, yeah. speaking of spelling mistakes and the like tone, yeah. the article that was about you in the City Morning Herald, was oh, it yesterday? Yes, yes. It was but a very you, good article, by the way, by Sue Jarp. Yeah, excellent article. Yeah. You found a typo, though, didn't oh, you? Oh, there was a few typos. But it, was, it described, it had a description of Richard and myself. Mm. Richard's described <laughs> as an out-of-work panel operator. That's true. Which, well, is, which is generous. But that wasn't he me. Was a, <laughs> you notice there weren't quote marks around that. <laughs> That's just a general perception at the Sydney Morning Herald, well, apparently. Because I told her that he was an out-of-work bin rummaging panel <laughs> operator. And she described me as a little-known actor. How good is that? Yeah. That's better than unknown, little-known. Somebody knows me. Yeah. My favourite one. made it. I often get uh, part of the once popular late show cast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> once popular is always good. Hey, but let's go back to Ian's uh, question. He's waiting to see what unorganised segments we'll come up with for today. Richard Marslin, what have you got for us? Oh, clips. Couple, oh, yeah, a couple of clips. Um, uh, you know, there's a thin line sometimes between current affairs shows and Springer. Yep. yep. And uh, when they go to Tasmania, 
usually kind of spells time trouble. To, time to blur them. <laughs> okay. So, and they love deadbeat dads. Yeah. yeah deadbeat dads. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a goldmine. I hope to be one. Th- yeah. They uncovered one uh, in a small town in Tasmania, uh, and I think he had something like three or four kids to three different women. Awesome. Mm. And some of the turns of phrases that are used. Is this a go story? at me? Is this, that's like my dad. Is this a go at me, Richard? No. I'm no, kidding. Are you I'm turning kidding. into the, is this a go at me guy? Yeah, I am. I have a friend like that is, oh, it's a go at me. Everything's a go at me. And then you'll talk about it on the show, he'll be sitting at home going, oh, right, it's probably a go at me as well. <laughs> Sorry, Rich, yeah, no, no, I was but, only kidding. No, but there's some unique turns of phrase and what well, have let's you have them. in this story. So he was getting you pregnant, Anna, while Jessica was still pregnant. Exactly. Yeah. And then while I was knocked up, Crystal was getting the same. This is a small town. Like, um, these kids have all got different last names. They could end up dating being none the wiser about it. Wow. Well, there's always hope, isn't there? There's always hope. And while I was, she's, while I was knocked up, she was getting the same. Oh, she was, she she was, was giving it to her. She was getting the same. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, romance is not dead, which is nice. I've got the X-rays back, and I'm afraid, madam. You're knocked up. <laughs> it's great uh, to hear excuse that. Excuse me, man, and have you been getting the same recently? <laughs> well, yes, I have. I'm afraid you're knocked up. I'll leave, I'll leave her with the last word. Don't go near him. He's not worth it. He is a dirty man whore. <laughs> Stay away from him. <laughs> there we go. He's fertile, though. I know, but it's just so entertaining. I mean, obviously a horrible situation. Yeah. And they chased him down the road. And what, yeah. was he, what was he doing? Yeah, and he was just running away. He was running through parklands and what have you. <laughs> And, and these reports knocking just, people up as he went. But the phrase, the phrase used was uh, was something like, you know, what kind of man would run away from? I'm trying to find this for you. Guys. Yes, he, he's trying to find a clip for me and continue to converse at the same time. Well, here you are. What was his name? The guy that wanted unorganised segments. <laughs> That'd be Ian. Hope you're happy, Ian. Yeah. Hey, tomorrow I'm going to bring in some more clips. We have so many requests for more Police Ten Seven on the Crime so good. Investigation Network. You showed me something this morning oh. that was. The guy throwing up. A reason to live. And what is a great look on TV <laughs> is when your head and face are pixelated, but the vomit isn't. So you've got a sort of plume of unpixelated vomit emerging from this digital morass. But you know why he's vomiting all the time is because when you look at his pixelated face, he gets seasick. Ah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, don't forget. No, in- we have another clip. Did we find that other clip? Yeah. I was just going to say, don't forget in the next hour, Alan oh. Bro's joining us. Sorry. Don't go near him. He's not worth it. He is a dirty man. Yes. Stay away from him. And next up, uh, anything else I can tread on, guys? <laughs> Some visual humour. I'll get this. Get this. Ticket sales are going slow. Brought to you by Graham, whose best friend worked on that Three Stooges film we mentioned the other day. He made action stunt props. Yeah, really? Did he do this one? Oh, sorry, I'm high on carbohydrates today to get this Get these active the kids out of here. Jeez. Oh, Triple M is the station you're listening oh, to. And uh, the Get This Podcast, another one up already, our Good 61st times. podcast. Who uh, Who's in there? It's the Mooney cast. Oh, Mooney. It's pretty much all of last Wednesday's show, most of it anyway. A lawyer's got in there, but a lot of good bits still left. <laughs> the happiest cabbie. I oh, right. Uh, yeah. He's a, is he that? Yeah, he's doing that for real. Yeah, yeah. Where to? It's not just a fancy idea for a show. Amazing. He's actually doing it. Mm-hmm. We've had so many cabbies want us to put that on there, and the Richard Marsden Midweek Panel Challenge is on yep. that wow, uh, podcast. Stuff, Hot stuff. Mm. Did well, Rich. Forward to it. Uh, <laughs> someone is saying which podcast has the credit card cat sketch on it. Yeah. Can't put it on uh, there. Copyright. Right. Music. So much music. We don't have the rights to. I don't think we have the rights to Oh Superman by Laurie Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know that one? Yeah. yeah. Did we get the Velvet Underground clearance? No. Okay. How about the Beatles? They're normally okay. <laughs> so we can't put that one up there, I'm afraid. But we can put. Now what we can do with sketches we can't put in the podcast mm-hmm. or on the website, we can include them in Get That, the best of Get This. It's a show just for bakers. Oh. goes out early on Sunday morning, mm. 6 o'clock Sunday morning. At the bake-friendly time <laughs> of 6 a.m. So when that credit card cat one's going to be in there, we'll let you know. So you can tape it? Yeah, if you've got a tape recorder. Yeah. Do okay. you know what a tape recorder is, it? Uh, I think I saw one. Yeah, cassettes. Once. Oh, those were the days. I like a cassette, too. Lots of structural integrity. Yeah, very true. Let's totally. have some music. Totally. Rich, can you, can you just play a guitar solo? Just no. play the, the oh. same kind of thing over and over again. Circular sort of motif. Right. What Here we go. For us? That's good. Well done. Thanks. Are these drums any good? Okay. Try a bit of this. Hang on a sec. Ooh. You like that one? Yeah. Better. There's another. Well done, time. One to go on with. Good stuff, Ed. Need something else. Okay. Singing. I'm getting, bit, I'm getting bored. Yeah, he's boring. Are oh, you want me to sing? Please. Wolf Mother here at Get This on Triple M. Let's get straight up there. There's a lot to do. Please, everybody. Talk back. Mountain. Yes, talk back mountain. That's where we are. That's where we like to be. And look who's joined us, the Bruce Gingell of this network. Mm. Peter Grace is here. Give him a round. Hello, guys. The first man to speak on commercial FM radio in Australia. What did you say again, Gracie? Uh, This is the beginning of a long, long time. And, of course, I was the one chosen because I was the only one at the time that could actually form a sentence. (laughs) That wasn't popular in those days. Uh, And now you're here, of course, to supervise the Rock Trivia Challenge in the next hour. And looking forward to it. And you've got Mm. all the questions in some sort of Price Waterhouse Esky back there. Yes, yes. (laughs) It's all above board. It's buttoned. Hey, tomorrow, you know who our co-host is in the second hour tomorrow? Ah, uh, no. Weird Al Yankovic's going to oh, be here. Oh, wow. really, yeah? He'll have some rock trivia. We'll do a polka challenge. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe every day we do a challenge. Yep. That's a good idea. That's With, a good idea. With uh, Richard Marsden. But, of course, in the next hour, it's Weird Al Bro taking uh. care of <laughs> the rock trivia. Now, uh, another thing you do, uh, Mr. Grace, is you make uh, television programs. Uh, yeah, I made a little series last year on um, public television in Melbourne, uh, Channel 31. And uh, I had a lot of leftover stuff too, so I went to YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Yeah, is this Sort of Like a Show? That was the name of your program? Well, actually, Sort of Like a Show. There are bits of Sort of Like a Show on YouTube have been for a few months because Friends of the Ends got hold of the Oh, Paul Hester was involved. Paul Hester material. Yes. And they put that up. So if you call my name, you'll, it'll take you there and you'll get that. But um, I'm under a different channel name. So if you want to find my stuff, look up philosophy and irony and right then, and then click on more from this user but there's like stand up there's about four or five music videos i've made oh wow one stupid idea that sounded like a really good idea at one o'clock last monday morning <laughs> well that's what youtube's that's for what yeah. it's for ideas exactly. that sounded great at one yep. o'clock in the morning yep and uh, like lots of people with uh, have, have you have you trolled just the field of people out there Oh, yeah. yeah. some people with some really serious problems. <laughs> and, and a camera, thankfully. <laughs> they finally found a home. What's your favourite discovery that you found on YouTube? There's one thing called What We Are, and basically it says that we're all just monkeys. Right. And right. Uh, and it's three minutes long, real thought-provoking. There's a really good one called uh, Battle of the Bands, yeah. and you'll find where the ABC got the idea for their intro for their best albums thing oh, last really? year. Oh, really? And it's all the uh, all great album covers interacting with each other. And oh, fantastic. Great 
great piece of work. And there's this uh, real community, of course, there's the Australian guy, Blunty3000, uh, in Tasmania. Right. There's the Hill 88 in um, Queensland. She's, be, is... she's been on 60 Minutes. Okay. And she actually posted her interview on 60 Minutes before 60 Minutes ran it. Oh, is that right? <laughs> and oh, Weird Al Yankovic's been one of the most uh, requested or most viewed recently, hasn't he, with his nerdy... White and nerdy. White, white nerdy. nerdy. Yeah. Well, there's a the, lot out there. The, the girl who was on 60 Minutes, yeah. what does she put up on YouTube? Like, like sort of just bedroom her, gear? <laughs> just her talking and uh-huh. coming up. She wants to be an extra. In in the tell in the movie, so uh, so she, she had one with, extra. Yeah, so she's had a thing where she went and had took her extra lessons, and she oh. actually appeared in the background of something. Well, good uh, on her. The ADD shopping network. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> That's thirty seconds where a bloke never finishes a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it is fantastic. It's uh, great just for uh, hearing people's voices and uh, seeing people who you might not see on normal TV. And hey, do you remember that bloke you mentioned? Sixty minutes. Remember that farmer? That was on uh, when they had the sheepdog oh, challenges. Yeah, 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 with Ray. Yeah, people love hearing his laugh. We haven't played that this year. Let's have a Can go. we hear that clip? What's it take to beat a Kiwi? To beat a oh, bloody lot. You've got to be pretty good. I believe the Kiwis are, uh, are much, much better dog handlers than us Aussies. Really? Don't tell them that, will you? Don't no, I won't, but no. I think we've be- got the better dogs. <laughs> <laughs> And Ray was never seen again. Can we have that laugh? Every time we mention a clip from YouTube, I want to hear. (laughs) (laughs) What have you found in Cavalier? Impressions. It's already becoming annoying. It's a trigger, isn't it? (laughs) It's a hair trigger, that sonic action. Uh, No, it's a, well, pretty much it's mostly just people doing impersonations of their friend Mike. Yeah, But I was trawling, looking for uh, Homer Simpson impressions, because I've never heard a good one. Yeah. It's almost impossible. Yeah, it is very hard to do. Anyone fair, I mean, does anyone like to have a crack now? No, no. It's too too hard, exactly. People shy away from it. You never really see comedians doing it. No. Mm. So here, this is, this is, I found a, one guy. Mm-hmm. So when that when Dan Castellalala, if something happens to him, yes, we got the Bond Scott ready to go for them. Right, <laughs> have a listen to this. Do you want to hear the real one yeah, first? Yeah, or? yeah I think real it's, one. It's Marge, not kids. I know. I got it. Everything's going to be just fine under the sea, okay. under the sea. Mm. There'll be no accusations, just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Now that's the real Homer Simpson. Yeah, now I got the, I got the thing wrong before. The Just bomb Scott. Yeah, never mind. Just move on. Yeah, okay. All right. Now here is the guy. Here is the perfect replacement. Have a listen to this guy in his car. Large kids, go pack your bags. We're gonna start a new life under the sea, under the sea. That's him. Not bad. That's not bad. And I love how his mobile phone plays along. (laughs) Thank you, Farmer. Thanks, Farmer. And what I would say about that is that that is more like the original Homer than uh, Ah, the new Kermit was. Like the original Kermit. Kermit. Yes. You know when they replaced Kermit? It was Jim Henson's son or something. It just wasn't right. Or when they replaced Pippa on Home and Away. Oh, no right. No one bought that. <laughs> no. Okay, well, that's pretty good. Someone's found the new Homer Simpson on YouTube. Oh, I spent a lot of time listening to some t- you know, dodgy impersonations for that. So. Yeah. Mm. Have you seen Where the Hell is Matt? Huh? That's, no. the, that's the one where the guy, it's actually a story that goes with it. The guy who filmed himself dancing in front of uh, all different uh, landmarks around the world, yeah. put it up to show his friends where he was. Some American company came along and said, look, if you go around the world again yeah. and film it properly, we'll pay for it. So it's up there and he's in 49 different countries in the space of uh, one song. Wow. And uh, yeah, where the hell is Matt? And oh. fact, he's 19 years old. He uh, he put it up on YouTube, made the money, and now he's living in America and, te- and telling you know, telling kids school. 
school kids about yeah. it. And YouTube's only been going for 18 months. So yeah. That's oh, true. Yeah, but, I, but the part about filming it properly, that's just not the YouTube. Yeah, part. I was going to say. <laughs> that's wrong. Uh, let's ask the listeners, what have you found? What have you seen on YouTube? Give us a call. one triple three five three. That's train drops of Jupiter here to get this on Triple M. Triple M Hall of Famer Peter Grace is sitting here. Yeah. As we say, what have you seen on YouTube? Who's uh, got something? Here? Hi, Paul. How are you? I'm oh, good, thanks, mate. How about you guys? Very good, sir. What are you saying? I've seen this thing called AMV Hell, which is basically uh, just a lot of Japanese animation inappropriately, inappropriately dubbed over. Oh, what <laughs> sort of what sort of inappropriate stuff are they using? Oh, a bit of Family Guy, uh, some. Oh. Uh, Rather badly time Metallica. <laughs> oh, uh, so it's kind of a mashup. They're not creating their own. Sort no, of... no, it's pure plagiarism. But damn, it's funny. Yeah, oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> no worries with that here. Uh, thank you, and uh, thank you, Paul. Thank you very much. Hello, Adam. How are you? Good yourself. Very good, sir. What have you seen? Um, human slingshot. Oh, <laughs> now that does that end well? Does that end in? Uh... Yeah, no, it's fine. When I um, looked at it, they showed other ones that link off to it, and there was one called Fat Guy Slingshot, and that was hilarious. <laughs> and how far do they shoot the fat guy? Mate, uh, well, there's about 20 guys, and they're all pulling him, pulling him back, and they let go, and he kind of goes along the ground. <laughs> the one I told you about, it's yeah. a girl, and they a little quadrunner motorbike, and they tie it to these, like, football posts with, like, straps, and they just fang it 100 metres up, and the guy on the back of the bike just lets go, and she flies, she'd be doing 200k. Really? Yeah, <laughs> have a look at it, and it's hilarious. A human slingshot speed record. <laughs> uh, that's great. Thank you, Ad. Any Any thoughts of doing it yourself? Uh, no, nah, it looks a bit scary. You know, <laughs> one of those straps snaps, goodbye. Yeah. Gracie, uh, can I ask, have you Thanks, wasted an evening just having a look at people being propelled through the air? Uh, there's a fantastic one at the moment. of uh, they've hung Somebody's hung a, a fire hose from a crane and turned it on full blast oh, so the hose good. just flicks around. There's a guy just dancing, uh, hanging on to it. Riding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I a mean, rodeo ride. Why <laughs> are they... they- Bothering to make proper TV shows anymore. That's what I'm a, asking. Get a nice close-up of his injuries at the end of the <laughs> It's the future of television. Who's got another example? Hello, here? Jason. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, really good. What have you seen? Um, on YouTube, there is this awesome series of um, movies called Will It Blend? Yeah. Will yeah, it Will it blend, yeah. They blend golf balls, then yeah. they blend a golf club. Yeah. They have the top oven blended in, they blend an iPod. iPod was they great. They really cool one. They get like an entire roast chicken, yeah. then they pour a can of Coke in with it, and they yeah. blend it into a smoothie. Oh, they nice. um, They blend like glass marbles, and mm. this thing's just amazing. Like you look at this blender, and they can build stuff like that, and it's like, shit. It's actually really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. Yes, mm. Yesterday I saw one of what happens when you pour Coca-Cola on pork. What happened? Uh, the fat just comes out in about an hour oh. later or so. It's all sitting on another part of the bowl. Oh, it's ooh. the curiosity show. Mm. <laughs> this shake needs more iPod. <laughs> well, again, uh, again, they have the Mentos and Coca-Cola one too. Where oh, yeah. That's, that's very good. That is very yeah. good. Things up there. No, that is art. Thank you, sir. Hello, Jason. How are you? G'day, guys. Uh, well, go- hi, hi, mate. What have you seen? Uh, not as good as those ones, but we, uh, man, water skiers up in Sydney love watching the barefoot and water skiing crashes. Oh. <laughs> See, Jason, the thing I like about a barefoot water, uh, water ski crash is it's always face first, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, and then many tumbles after and after yeah. and after. Have you got any of when, they, uh, do, when they're too close to the shoreline and they sort of flip out and they kind of roll onto the shore and take out a few beach chairs and that kind of thing? <laughs> Yeah, there's plenty of them. There's also the usual uh, tube ones that you take behind where they've gone through the roods and up the beach. Oh, yeah. that's a classic. Knocking over barbecues and stuff. Yeah, and people in chairs.
Great. Great. Spectacular <laughs> crashes. Don't forget to look up human cannonball accidents. Oh. That's always good. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Who's Hello. going next? Hi, Hamish. How are you? Good, mate. Yourself? Really good, sir. What have you said? Uh, the Star Wars kid. Oh, oh yeah. he is popular, that Star Wars kid. Explain who the Star Wars kid is, who people who haven't partaken. Oh, he's this um, a chubby American uh, teenager, <laughs> yep. and he's... Um, He's taking the video camera into a back room and he's <laughs> and he's swinging his staff around and then um, some bright spark has added the Star Wars lightsabers yeah. on the end of it. <laughs> and it's good, isn't it? And he sued them. His life is essentially over. Oh, he yeah. got he got teased till with an inch of his life and he sued the kids for you know def- defamation. Yeah, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Good stuff. Also worth a look is the silent movie version of Star Wars. Oh, Guy's yeah. done a real simple thing. He's just made it black and white, sped it up slightly, and added an iris effect around, and it just is hilarious. Really? Let's put it to all old piano yeah. music. <laughs> Silent <laughs> Star Wars. Look that up. All right, thank Time you. Time for one more, oh, is there? No. Hi, Greg. How are you? Not too bad, mate. Yourself? Really good, sir. What have you seen? Um, the skit of Kevin Spacey doing mm. um, Walter Matthau trying out for Star Wars Episode One. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Very funny. And how does he go? Very, very well. Uh, <laughs> impeccable. I just yeah. can't even tell the difference. And he does, he, I think that's from... Uh, Inside the Actors Studio? No, it's from no. Uh, the episode of Saturday Night Live uh. that Spacey did, and he just busted out all his impressions. I think he does uh, Christopher Walken, Christopher Walken okay. auditioning for Han Solo, which he really <laughs> did. I think really? that was the inspiration he really did for that. the and, whole um, sketch. What's his name? One of the other guys... Jack does, Lemmon. Um, oh, what's his name? Jack Lemmon. The guy from Shark. Uh, the guy from Jaws. Oh, Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah, Daryl yes, Hammond. Daryl Hammond is Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah. All oh, worth wow. looking up. Thank you very much. Thank Good you, Greg. Tip, Greg. Have we got, oh, let's sneak one more. Hi, John. How are you? Hey, good day. How are you going? Really good, sir. What have you seen? Um, there's guys in America and they've got uh, chainsaws and then modified them with V8 engines yes. on them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and what can you do with it once you've done that modification? <laughs> they just got massive trees and it's cut straight through <laughs> in about a second. And, <laughs> oh, sorted. That's it's what we need. something to aspire so to, they, isn't it? So they've got, they've got a uh, chainsaw. It's a bit wussy. Not really good. It doesn't really do anything. Put a V8 engine on it and then go look for the tallest tree to cut down. That's not a chainsaw. No, but surely, surely, they, do they have it? No one gets injured in this, John? Surely someone, so surely someone gets injured in this. Probably, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the answer to almost every YouTube clip is you probably. Probably. Yeah. Thank you, John. Thank you, everyone. And uh, go and have a look for yourself. There's a lot on there. Right. Gracie, you're going to stick around yep. and adjudicate yep. for the Rock Challenge of the Year oh, with yeah. Alan Bro after the news. Get this. Don't think your family and friends are safe because nobody is. Brought to you by security man Dan, who says vote one cavalry to be the new GE money genie. Cause I can if I don't because I wanna I think it's time to rock out. Be ignored by the stiff and the boy because I'm gonna Because Alan Bros joined us. Fake yes. round for him. Hello. See, look at Richard Marsden eyeing you up, sizing you up, Alan. I only knew I've only found out about this you know, this, this month long campaign yeah. about this this showdown that we're gonna have. Oh, so you're not listening to the show. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Oh no, I'm only listening to selected parts of the show. I don't know if this is gonna work because this is something like uh, a proper radio show would do. Yeah. Like no. a quiz with rules and oh, yeah. sort of things you've got Buzzes to and protocols you have to observe. Mm. And the guy who's in it, who's in the hot seat, 
He's also going to be pushing all the buttons. Yeah. I know. I've got a lot on my plate. Look, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's just going to turn to hilarious and chaotic shambles, <laughs> unlike anything ever seen before. <laughs> well, that's the way we like it. Here at Get This. That'd be Cole Chisel. Ida here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. And hello to Jimmy Barnes, recovering from his heart operation, Ed. Oh. You must know about his condition. He's had it for years. Freight train heart. He's suffered it for years. <laughs> He's eventually going to turn ugly. Is that song about, like... that song's about Ida Buttrose, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you know who that is? I know who Ida Buttrose is. She was a magazine, kind of a lispy magazine editor. <laughs> That's yeah. how she described herself on her tax return. Correct. Did I hear Alan, bro? Give him a round. What's up? Alan, you used to sit in this uh, very studio crapping on a few years back. Yes, and then I was removed, and this is the first time I've been allowed back in there. Oh, you're I on the blacklist too, eh? I was frisked at the door. I see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you're back in now. Yeah. And you've probably heard uh, that Richard Marsham is threatening to kick your ass yeah. rock-wise. Yeah, now, yeah, you're I, known as a bit of a guru on the specs and specs. Yeah. yeah, look, I actually, I've got a bad feeling about this. I think that my yeah. um, my small reputation is mm. going to be completely destroyed by Marsland. No. He's just got a, he's got a, a, a killer look in his <laughs> eyes, does, which yeah. could be contact lenses. <laughs> Or could be his actual eyes. You know what? It is? I must apologise, Alan, because they've given this a lot of sizzle, and yeah. I never said that I could step into the ring with you. Mm. Yes, um, you did. It's the rope a dope. Don't fall for it. The rope He's lowering your expectations. They dreamed it up. <laughs> oh my! Ex- one of my. I think the only thing I'm good at is lowering my own expectations <laughs> about myself. Hey, well, before we get to the Thunderdome. Tell us about your show. <laughs> okay, bags that I dress as Tina Turner <laughs> in the Thunderdome. He doesn't require much encouragement there. <laughs> Are you dragging up for Top Town, your new show, mm. uh, coming to the Melbourne Comedy Festival and then presumably touring the globe? Uh, well, yeah, uh, hopefully. Um, what am I dragging up for? It Well, it's um, it's lots of characters. Yes. Basically, it's a narrative mm. about a guy who goes home to look after his father who's dying. Yes. So, yes, you can see what a comedy festival show that is already. <laughs> yes. uh, back to a small hometown and gets embroiled in the making of his hometown's new promotional video. Oh, that sounds great. Because their last one was made in the 1950s in the lactose capital of the Southern Hemisphere. (laughs) Now, is this based on... I know you're from Yeah, in New Zealand. Is this based on activities from there? Uh, It's sort of autobiographical, um, but, yeah, it is based on Hawara. But it's, it's, it's meant to be... Every sm- it's meant to be an Australian or New Zealand small town. I'm, right. I'm, I've not really been specific because a lot of people have had those small town experiences, and yes. I didn't want to make it specifically New Zealandy because, no. of course, that's going to alienate a lot of people. But what it is, we had we had Cal Wilson in the we other did, day, yeah, and bloke called up receptionist and gave the receptionist a mouthful. What's going on with Triple M? It's just all bloody New Zealanders now, is it? <laughs> now Ed's from Brisbane, Richard's from Adelaide, Brisbane. Yep. I've been here twenty two years. Cal Wilson's been here. A what? No. Is that racism, Alan? It is. Oh, look, and I, I've experienced this in some very bizarre forms. Once I was doing a gig and a guy stood up, he was with all his mates, and he'd clearly been emboldened by being a uh, part of a herd. Okay. And he said, he said, you're from New Zealand, aren't you? Because I was in the middle of doing a bit about how I was from New Zealand. So I, I thought, well, <laughs> at, least, at least you're listening. Yeah, you? so the, that's uh, something. He's the sharpest of the bunch. Oh, he was the sharpest. And then he got up and he made some mention of what uh, New Zealanders like to... Uh, what sort of love they like to share with their livestock, and then oh, got yeah. up on stage and demonstrated for probably a good five minutes various techniques that one might use for, let's say, pleasing sheep. And everyone went completely silent. I'm just standing off to the side of the stage, just going, "This is extraordinary stuff." And it's like it was like it was like a karma sutra for man and sheep. 
And it's his all technique. his mates are just looking at him, and I've never seen people more horrified in my life because clearly he was letting trade secrets out. Wow. And then he just stopped and looked at me as if, there you go, mate. <laughs> That's what your life yeah. is like, buddy. <laughs> yeah. That's showing you, hasn't I'm it? on to you. <laughs> on the sheep bus. And Top Town. Uh, what's his show called this year? Yeah. Has, he, has he got something? Uh, no, but I think they're going to uh, hold it in a place called the Agrodome. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> now, the, where does the phrase Top Town? That is a phrase I would hear when I was a kid, and there was a show in New Zealand. Yeah. And was it not a very poor imitation of Australia's It's a Knockout? I oh, believe it was. Really? Yeah. yeah. And so um, all I remember about it is that Hawa, where I was born, never even got into the quarterfinals. Uh, we oh. were just really crap. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, what it was is you had representatives from your town. Uh-huh. Um, and they would go and perform various games, like um, the ubiquitous running across a greasy pole. Yes, oh, yeah. that's the foundation oh, of it all. It's classic. <laughs> that's the secret. It's a classic. Oh, and look, it was the I, first thing on color te- color television in many countries. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's the great leveler. You can even talk to people from Switzerland, notoriously ill-humoured people, yes. and they'll go a greasy pole, and then just start <laughs> laughing hysterically. Fuck <laughs> word. But um, yeah, and then they'd be swinging across pits of mm. jelly yes. or something involving jam, which no one was ever quite across, <laughs> but yeah, everyone got so jam right. on them, and people just wore shorts. That's the only <laughs> memories I have. Of it. And I'd like to think that there's going to be a bit of that action at the end of uh, every episode of Top Town. Oh, yes. Well, look, all I'll say to people is Greasy Pole. That's all I'm going to say. This is Alan Bro's show coming to the uh, Melbourne Town Hall at the Comedy Festival and then possibly coming to your town as well. Mm. But enough about that. Do we want to talk rock? Big time. Let's do that next on Get This. It's Snow Patrol hands open here at Get This on Triple M where we're about to attempt to do something they do on a proper show. We're about to have a quiz, a rock challenge quiz. I've never done anything like this before, Alan. Alan Bro's here. And we want to have a musical intro for it. And Richard Marsden said, look, don't put too much pressure on me. I don't want the weight of expectation. Something low key. Let's hear it. Hey, Australia. I don't think that's raising the bar too high, is it? Ed? No, the only thing is I've ripped my shirt off listening to that. <laughs> and, we're all, and we're all standing up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, Peter Grace wow. is here, Triple M legend. He's got the questions in a safe. He's managed to open it during that last song. Let's just start doing it. Okay, according to Paul Kelly, what does the clock on the silo say? Oh, um, it's a time, obviously. Um, 4.19, let's say. 11 degrees. Oh, 11 degrees. no. Okay. Okay. In trouble. Okay. Who duetted with Jimmy Little on Bury Me Deep in Love? Uh, look, I'm going to go... Oh, um, road, road Traders? No? No. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll say Nick Cave. Kylie Minogue. Oh, oh God. No. This is... Wow, this who, is... Who had the really ori- bad. Who had the original version? Um, 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 Triffids. Triffids, yes. Oh, oh, I, I, one to Richard. One, one to Richard. Yeah, nice. Only sta- I need to put that one in to hear him say Triffid. <laughs> I love how Tru- he said the right answer and then he's done a what, 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 going well. Which band recorded the goth al- al- uh, anthem, This Corrosion? Um, uh, Sisters, Sisters of Mercy. Oh, 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 that was equal. Oh, it's one each. Who produced it? Sisters of Mercy. 
don't know. Oh, who produced the Sisters of Mercy album? Well, whoever they are, they should be killed. Jim Steinman, the meatloaf oh, man. Oh, did he? Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that's that's a visionary. <laughs> Thank you. Good question. Which, what did Marvin Gaye call the album he recorded to pay off his ex-wife after their divorce? Oh, what's going on? Here, my dear. Oh, he, oh okay. <laughs> oh, these are tough. These, these are, are tough. tough. Okay, question. let's go to the first audio question. Oh, okay. well, hang on. Okay, I'm doing everything <laughs> who, here. Can you get rid of that? Okay, who yeah. is who is this? Guitar. Artist and title. Oh, Gary, Gary Wright, Dreamweaver. Correct. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice done. <laughs> which which British band was Gary Wright in before he went solo? Oh. Um. Gary Wright. Yeah. Well, because I, you know, the fact that I couldn't identify that song gives me pretty much. <laughs> oh, Nazareth weren't from England, were no, they? No, it was oh. a band called Spooky Tooth. And the follow-up question Spooky is: Tooth. Complete this Spooky Tooth album title. You broke my heart, and you broke my tooth. No, uh, well, it's very close. <laughs> it's you broke my heart, so I busted your jaw. Oh, <laughs> wow! Give shot time, or. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving along. These are really hard, Greg. Yeah, Which aging legend mentions Alicia Keys on his latest uh, album? Bob Dylan. Hey, very good. Uh, yes. Oh, dear. He's all over it. Who recorded the tracks The Birds and the Goats, Three Dead Passengers in a Stolen Secondhand Ford? Uh, that is Stephen and, Cummings. And no? imagine what you did if, if you what you did on the weekend was your whole life. Uh, no idea. I mean, Stephen Cummings does a version he of wrote, Three Dead Passengers. He wrote that song, been on this show. Been on this show. Oh, Brainy, Dave Brainy. Oh, that's one each, I think. I had no, no, no. Brain. It's three. It's three two to Rich at the moment. No, but I guessed first and I blew my wad. So it was Dave Grainy. Yeah, well, correct. Save that for a later time. Slot I mean, that, that also <laughs> sounds like a Dave Grainy song. Interestingly <laughs> enough, <laughs> who recorded the ten-minute early '90s track "Fool's Gold"? Oh, Stone, Stone Roses. Roses. Ooh, uh, I'd say that. I, I think Alan said dip, dip first. Yeah, no, I, Richard got it because oh, I, I, I couldn't know. say it quickly. Okay. Listen to the next audio question. Okay, hang on. Uh, <laughs> lips. Uh, which of these is not a Nick Kershaw song? Yeah, it's that one. It's uh, Light to Get You Know You Well by Howard Jones. Very good. It is, but I think that was fingered first by Alan. It was Alan. fingered. It was fingered. <laughs> no, no. I was actually going to say they all sound exactly the same. <laughs> and they could be Howard Jones. They could be Nick Kershaw. They could be Tears the Fingers. Who cares? They could have been different parts of the same song. Yeah. One more question to wind up round one, Gracie. Pick up uh, the famous faces. Okay. Uh, who recorded the original version of Paul Young's Every Time You Go Away? Oh, wow. I don't know. It was on planes, trains and automobiles. Yeah, but John Candy is not a singer. Right? <laughs> um, oh, look, Marvin Gaye. Hall of Notes. Hall of Notes? You're joking. Oh, the embarrassment <laughs> of getting a Hall of Notes question wrong. <laughs> well, I have no idea what the score is. Everyone it's else. Four, three, uh, Richard, four, Alan, three. Oh, let's okay. see if we can write that. Oh, or think... maybe not. That'll be next. I'll get this. Dexie's Midnight Runners, I think that might be with Come On Eileen here. Get this around the nation on Triple M. Alan Bro is here. We're in the middle of a rock trivia challenge. What are the scores, uh, Ed uh, Richard 4, Alan 3. Oh, we I'm, have 
Yes. I think that's very flattering to me, given the fact that um, I've, some of my answers have consisted of me going, <laughs> and Richard has to operate all of things involved in the quiz at the same time. Also panelling interface at the moment. In well. three instances, was in fact the correct answer. <laughs> Just before we get back in, we have 12 more questions from the mind of Peter Grace, Triple M legend, but I understand Ed wants to throw one in. Yes, I do. Uh, guys, name one Keith Urban track. <laughs> I absolutely refuse to. <laughs> Correct answer. <laughs> All right, it's for a piece. It's oh, okay. What's going on there? Whoa, that's controversial. <laughs> oh, no, I can't take that. I should point out Richard Marsden is pushing all the buttons yeah. as well yeah, as yeah, participating. Yeah, exactly. We've uh, all got jobs to do. Return? Yes, we do. Apart <laughs> from Keith Urban, <laughs> yes, apparently. Uh, could you take it up, Mr. Grace? Question, uh, well. Whatever it is. Yeah. Okay, which 70s artist is featured at the end of Extras? Uh, David Bowie? No. Uh, no. That's incorrect. That's right. Here. Wow, I like how you're completely self-regulated. <laughs> <laughs> you said Stevens. David Bowie, then you went, no, that's incorrect, no. and turned away and made a sound effect to make yourself look bad. <laughs> He's a pro. I've got no idea. Uh, correct answer, Cat Stevens. Oh, oh okay. Yes. Well, which 80s band featured Pierre Pierre on keyboards? Oh, wow. Australian band, was mm-hmm. it not? Pierre Pierre. Mm. Not yeah. Alpha. Oh, uh, oh, no, I know exactly. I know who it is, because I've seen a video, and it's... Mentioned earlier. And mentioned earlier. Well, the band was. Yes, the, the band. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Spooky Tooth. <laughs> no. no. Correct answer, Pseudo Echo. Pseudo Echo. Oh, no. So far, by my count, Gracie is in the lead. Yeah. <laughs> Name Followed another. by Damien, who's yeah. playing out of the studio. I'll, I'll tell you who's With losing. Music. <laughs> Music. <laughs> Music is losing. <laughs> the big loser. What else you got, Gracie? Name another Oz rocker with a double whammy name. Oh. Yep. Gary Gary Beers. Yes, based yeah. by Mini Excess. Oh, yeah, goodbye. Which band was started by Carl Wallinger? Oh, yes, uh, World Party. And oh, what, good one. And what band was he in before that? Oh, yes, um, the um, um, the Hole of the Moon, what were they called? Oh, the Water Boys. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. That's fair enough. No, I didn't I'd, say it. You can take it. I piggybacked <laughs> on Bro. Five apiece. <laughs> you guys are so nice. Now it's getting nice. <laughs> okay, audio question uh, okay. This, t- this time around. Uh, who ripped this song off and what did they call their version? <laughs> the guitar riff should tell you to start with, but the vocal might. Sounds like John Lee Hooker, Boom Boom. Oh, do you put your hands up? Oh, no, no, I just am, because it then gives me a chance when everyone looks at me to think what it might be. Okay, the listener, it's, it's, okay you've got your hand up. First, see if the listener can guess the next bit, just from the next bit we sing here. Baby, way down inside. Woman, you need love. Oh, right. Yeah. Woman, yep. you need love. Okay. Oh, is you... it Chris Isaac? <laughs> No. Oh, no. Who is it? Led Zeppelin, Whole Lot of Love. That's is what that it is. The song, but I'm not sure of the original. Yeah, it's uh, Muddy Waters' You Need Love, recorded oh, in about... Okay. Oh, that's that's great. I like that. <laughs> okay, who did Leonard Skinner badmouth in Sweet Home Alabama? Uh, Neil Young. Yes. And why? Um... Because, uh, because, oh. Southern man don't need to be around anymore. Very yeah. good. Is that right? You and, are good. And good. how did he respond? Uh, Southern man, the song, wasn't it? Is that... Was that something to do with the song, Southern Man? No, no. He cavalry so it, wants to answer this question. Did he that song, Alabama, afterwards? No, no. He wrote a song called Walk On, in which uh, he said some people being, I hear uh, some people being talking okay, me down. Wait, no one got that. Okay, pick the odd one out. Easy E, Two Pack, Exhibit, and Jam Master J. Um, oh, jeez. Easy uh, E. I think, I don't know. 
Uh, I'm, r- I'm running the beds here at the moment, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, th- that was the thing. He was looking away and still answering the question. And I'm looking directly at you, and I've got absolutely no idea. No idea, what, one of the, uh, Is it Exhibit? Because he isn't dead. Oh. That's the right. Oh, oh, yeah, yes, good one. Bro. Okay, final audio question. Okay, hang on one second. Okay. <laughs> okay, roll it. 1965, <laughs> name the singer. Okay. Well, I pity the fool. Actually, run this. Was it Mr. T? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I the it is Mr. T. No, he's actually run this radio station. You know so it's a blues I artist I'm gathering. Yeah, he's got a lot. He, he's very empathetic, though. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Did you say, Gracie, it's someone who's rung this radio station or someone who's run this radio no, station? Has him called up. I heard, I heard, I heard on the answering machine. Uh, okay. Here we go. Is that David? This is David Bowie. Oh, oh is that David Bowie? Really? Is that right? Yeah. What's the song? Uh, it's on iTunes, actually. You can get it on iTunes. It's called The Manish Boys. It's called I Pity the Fool yeah. by Manish Boys, right. which was when he was still Davy Jones and the lower third. Why, why did he call the station to answer secret sound? No, no, no. no, no was, uh, he rang the... Uh, oh, it was on our show a couple of weeks, <laughs> weeks ago. Oh, he was Christ very yeah. drunk and it was three in the morning. morning. Oh, yes, right, right, right. How right. many questions to go, Gracie? Oh, uh, that's it. That's oh, it. Oh, oh, right, it. You've been keeping score, Mr. Cavalier. Who is yeah, the winner? We have Alan on six and Dickie Marsland on eight. Oh. Oh. Well done. <laughs> and you know what? That is an absolute hiding... Because you, not unlike the dog, the uh, the uh, some sort of Indian god, was operating about Vishnu. fifty things. I know. Yeah. The Vishnu. whole thing was ill-conceived yeah. from the beginning. I think is what you're trying to say. Alan. I reckon that's a, I, that, that is an absolute thrashing. All right, I think we've got wow. to let the. It's not over yet. Let's let no. the listeners get on board. On. And if you've got a button, you can push, Mr. Marza, <laughs> with you your seventh left. hand. Yeah. Okay. It'll yeah. be next. <laughs> <laughs> on a program. Go get this! <laughs> get this. One puppy is yet to be found. Brought to you by Gavin Bryce of Brisbane, who loves a bit of talk box, be it Jovi, Frampton, or Foo Fighters. Yeah, didn't think of that one, did you, Richard? Kick his ass, Alan. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M. The Rock Challenge has uh, unfolded, and uh, Marsland just by two two points. But I've got to contest that Waterboys one because I wouldn't have got that if Alan didn't say Hole of the Moon. Uh, (laughs) Right. So he still would have won by one point. And so what's the point in bringing it up? Just (laughs) to rub it in that you won. Okay, so you won. (laughs) Had my my job. It's at the ABC. You'll end up paying them like I do. Can you cue up a fake round of applause, please, for Peter Grace and his fabulous questions? Yeah, yeah, that was oh, massive. I was forgetting that we were doing a show because I was just sitting there going, how good are these questions? <laughs> Fantastic. And nobody's area of expertise was really struck on. There were no pavement questions for no. Richard Marsden. Although I think Alan would be across the pavement questions. I'm a huge pavement fan. Yeah. I was actually going to say, which member of pavement has the nickname of Fluffy? Because I know nothing about him, and I guess none of them have. So it would have been none of the above. <laughs> All right, okay, yeah. <laughs> but I would have acknowledged. <laughs> Whereas Alan Bro will slip you a disc for your car of uh, magnetic fields, Yola oh, Tango, good stuff. and uh, often a bit of Hinder on there. He loves the Hinder. Mm. Look, and I really do love the Hinder. I don't know what it is. It's just something about that. Uh, it's the nickelbackness of them. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that observation is. Been banned. Yeah. Oh, and hop! <laughs> no wonder you were thrown out the door. 
Uh, hey, what about the listeners? I'm sure they can stump uh, Alan and Richard. We're not right. doing a quiz format anymore. Just call us up with your uh, questions or uh, notions for Alan and Richard. <laughs> no yeah. sense. Gracie will have a go too. Gracie will dive <laughs> in. Why not? I Everybody so. can get splattered as we uh, hear some hinder. One triple three five three. Now you know that song, don't you, Alan? Yeah, I really do. That's brilliant. <laughs> Alan Bro, big Hinder fan here at Get This on Triple M. Uh, Ed Cavalier's here. Peter Grace is mm-hmm. here. We've got Richard Marsden pushing buttons. And we've got a whole bunch of callers yeah. who've got uh, interesting uh, points of interest from the world of rock and roll. Who's going first, Ed? Hi, Matty. G'day, guys. How are you? No, very good, sir. What, what's uh, going on, bro? Okay, I've got a bit of a question for you. Okay. I would like you to name the original lead singer of the now defunct band formerly known as Farm. Farm? Farm. Bon, that, bon yeah. Scott? Nope. Bon Scott? No. Huh? Was that no. Fraternity? No. No, yeah, he was in Fraternity, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Um, is, 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 You mean the Farm? Uh, the Farm? The, um, the sort of 1990s English band? No, we're going way back to the 70s, late 70s. Oh, like okay. Mid-70s. Vince Lovegrove? <laughs> Vince Lovegrove? No. Nope. Okay, so you better <laughs> tell us. It's Peter Garrett. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Garrett, yeah. the shadow minister for the environment. Yes, much like <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes. Wow. Yeah, this is good. This is all good stuff. <laughs> he, Thanks, does, he busts those farm numbers out Thanks, occasionally in the Senate. Hello, Andrew. How are you? Good, thanks. Yourself? Really good, sir. What's going on? Oh, not a lot, mate. Just driving around. Awesome. Got a question for them? Yeah. Um, who were the Stone Ponies? The Stone Ponies, who were they? Linda Ronstadt's backing band. Is that they correct? Had, they had a song called Different Drum back in the 60s. Is that right? I thought it was the Eagles. No, well, they were the backing band on the uh, on the record. They were the backing band live when she used to sing at the uh, Troubadour in Los Angeles and the Eagles formed out of her backing band. But uh, Stone Ponies was uh, like a uh, studio outfit. Yeah, there I think but the only way we can sort that out, could you drive down to the station, Andrew <laughs> and Gracie, you'll fight you for it. Yeah. <laughs> and so they wrote different drum that Mike Nismith ended up make recording. Uh, you and I dancing to the beat of a different drum? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was nice. Linda Ronstadt and the Stone Ponies oh, to start with. Okay. Yeah. learning today. Awesome. awesome. Great. Right. Uh, thank good. you. Hi, Steve. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Ed. How's yourself? Very good, sir. Question for the dudes? Yeah, in the 70s, name the band that had six number one albums but never had a number one single. Oh, yeah, I know this. It's got to be like a prog rock sort of thing, doesn't it? In the 70s, In the 70s, 70s yeah. 70s, so six number one albums and never had a hit single. Pink Floyd? Yeah, yeah Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd? Guess. No. No, it wouldn't oh, okay. have been six albums, I don't think. No. Is it someone like that? Is, is it someone like a <laughs> prog rock band who just like had 23-minute songs so you could never make a single out of them? <laughs> Oh, they had a few long songs, but uh, I wouldn't call them prog rock. Oh, okay. Uh, so just rock rock. Well, well I think... No, I've got nothing. Marson's got nothing. You're better enlighten us, yes. sir. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Oh. Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's probably a bit obscure for our yeah. panel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good trivia question. <laughs> it yeah, is a very good trivia question. question. Surely one you would have thought we would have got. <laughs> Who's going next? Hi, Stuart. How are you? Hi, mate. How are you going? Really good, sir. What's your question? Uh, in the 80s, there was an alternate version of Bob Geldof's Live Aid, and it was um, heavy metal with uh, Judas Priest and Yngwie Malmsteen and guys like that. I'd like yeah. to know the name of that. Hearing Aid. Oh. It, was, it was called Hearing Aid, wasn't it, Gracie? Oh. Is that right? Nice. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I really wanted to know the question. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I, think you're, I think Hearing yes, Aid sounds... And if it right, wasn't yes. called Hearing Aid, it should have been called yes. Hearing Aid. I think it was, yeah. Well, like so a, we, we'll accept the answer that's correct or the one that it should have been. That'll do. Apparently. <laughs> thank and wh- you, oh, hi, Stuart. Oh, uh, thank you, Stuart. Hi, John. How are you? 
Good guys, how you going? Really good, sir. Your question? Uh, what did Ozzy Osbourne snort when he was on a tour with Motley Crue? Ants, <laughs> supposedly. Well, no, actually, supposedly two things. Mm. Uh, ants to begin with, I believe, because, uh, you know, his cocaine at the time was crawling around, and so <laughs> he was easily mistaken for that. And then I believe that he might have peed on the ground and snorted that as well. That would be exactly right. Hey, but it was go. part Come of, like, a, a, a bet, wasn't it? Wasn't he trying to outrock somebody or another? Yeah, yeah. someone I snorted. I think that's what it was, yeah. And if you had a crack at either of these, ants, urine, John? Uh, don't mind the ants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you've got to draw the line somewhere, so, don't you, John? Man, these, are, with you. these are really bad ants. <laughs> uh, don't take the brown ants, <laughs> is what I say. <laughs> we could continue playing this all day and all night quite easily. Mm. I don't know if the station would be happy with that. <laughs> We've got to wind up with a bit of serious politics. Don't be put off. There'll be some jokes in there. Thank That'll you, John. Be next. Thank you, John. Thank you, everybody. You get this? It's really time for us to go here and get this around the nation on Triple M. Alan, Peter, thanks for coming in. Thank you, guys. Pleasure. It has been a lot of fun. We should be signing off, but we've had so many requests to play that uh, press conference from yesterday with Peter Costello. (laughs) Do you want to hear it again? I do. It's slightly disturbing. Uh, Let's hear it again now on Get This. Oh, well, look, I I think we've all uh, got the measure of uh, Kevin Rudd in the last week. I mean, he's, uh, he's a criminal. He's a criminal? Well, I mean, he's uh, he's having lunch with, uh, you know, someone like Brian Burke. I mean, uh, you tell me. What, what were they discussing? But surely you think he was... Well, we don't know. I mean, there's no uh, footage, there's no transcript. But I think we can probably guess uh, what someone of that nature was discussing. Uh, robbing pensioners, uh, plotting a murder, um, baby-breaking. Who, who knows what... Uh, uh, well, well, I'm not saying that... Uh, Mr Rudd is selling children on the internet but I mean uh, is there any evidence he's not I mean who knows what they were talking about at that restaurant look I just think he's uh, he's a murderer Uh, probably uh, an arsonist I mean uh, you know is that restaurant still standing do we know well have you got any evidence that it is I mean who knows Uh, Kevin Rudd and, and Brian Burke and uh, Bradley John Murdoch, who, Bradley of course, we know was uh, running right over there in WA. They probably burnt the place to the ground, probably what? to disguise the evidence. What evidence are you talking about? Well, the evidence is now gone. The restaurant is burned to the ground. He's uh, covered his tracks, and uh, that's pretty typical of uh, of Ivan Milat. Sorry, of, 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 of Kevin Rudd. Did I call him Ivan Milat? Yes, it's, you did. Uh, yeah, it's just a, a slip of the tongue there. But Mr Costello, you don't seem to have any evidence. Well, I, uh, OK, so... We've established he's an arsonist and a baby broker. That's not enough for you people. Okay, so maybe he wasn't in the Langlo Forest, but I'm sure he was probably uh, there in spirit, just as he was um, helping to uh, cause the drought. Well, well, do you know? I mean, do you have any idea what was discussed at that restaurant? Who's to say Brian Burke and and Kevin Rudd and... uh, Idi Amin weren't there. Uh, Sorry, well, do you know that he wasn't? You know, you call yourself a journalist, do your homework. I mean, you're talking about someone who's, uh, like I say, uh, peddling amphetamines. Well, I mean, how do we know he's not? Well, why don't you ask him about that? Don't come to me with uh, questions about his uh, drug dealing and... uh, Music plagiarism. Oh, who knows what else he's involved in? Mr. Costello, what do you honestly think was yeah. discussed? As far as I know, it was uh, about taking kiddies and pensioners, defenceless uh, elderly people, 
who I have a lot of time for, and uh, crushing them into a fine powder oh, in one of his uh, death mills, death as, as I understand it, Kevin calls them. Really? Uh, I don't think uh, anyone wants to see loved ones crushed into a fine powder and then distributed uh, through the prison system to murderers and... Uh, Criminals of that sort. But how do you know that any of this well, is true? Uh, Surely there's no I don't know. I mean, you, no he's evidence. the one who's uh, gone to the lunch. I mean, maybe you should ask him. Maybe you should contact him via his, uh, his killing fields. Oh, but I'd just say uh, to the voters, do you want a convicted murderer running the country? If so, vote for Kevin Rudd, by all means. Go and have lunch with him and his uh, army of orcs. Yeah, look, 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 uh, all I know is uh, he was at that lunch. But beyond that, um, I refuse to be drawn into uh, speculation as to what was discussed. No further questions, thank you. Well, good to have that issue sorted out. (laughs) (laughs) We've had someone call in. Kane says that the uh, heavy metal version of, uh, well, your live aid was in fact hearing aid. No, Hearing aid. Hearing. Ah. Left out the apostrophes. Oh, yeah. Organised by Ronnie James Dio, of course. Oh, right. oh, right. Organised that. Alan, your show, Top Town. Yes. Uh, when does that kick off at the Melbourne International Comedy um, Festival? It's the 5th of April. It kicks off at the Town Hall. Oh, well, we'll be uh, speaking to you before then. And mm. Peter Grace, if people want to look up some of your clips on YouTube, what look do they up, do? Look up A New World Mantra. It's only one I got there to put, get attention. <laughs> <laughs> and we must get you back in at some point. Uh, Ed, have we, have we left anything out? No, no, I mean, I've been educated today. I mean, <laughs> loved it. What was our key phrase? Ah, what do you think it was, Richard Marsland? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, let me have a think. Yeah, I think that was it right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I heard during that quiz for almost every question. And tomorrow we'll be back with Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Yes, and his accordion. And it's all thanks to As Yet Nobody. <laughs>